Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. Hey, girlfriends. It's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, And me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. I am so excited about this podcast, The Bright Side. You guys are giving people a chance to shine a light on their lives, shine a light on a little advice that they want to share. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of On Purpose. This week, I talked to Tiffany Haddish in a hilarious, deep, thoughtful interview where we dive into family trauma, grief, sobriety, love, and dating. I got a big heart, and I'm very forgiving, but, like, don't abuse it. It's been abused enough. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss this one. Today's show is pre-recorded.
Listening to the voice. Come on, dig me now. One and only Steve Harvey. Got a radio show. Man, oh man, oh man. I thank God for it. I thank God for all He's done for me, for all the little things that I oftentimes uh, fail to thank Him for that I take for granted for. You know, uh, I was I was talking the other day to a buddy of mine. We had gotten to this conversation about God, and uh, and and in the conversation we had narrowed it down, and we were talking about changing the way we are as people. You know that everybody has to change. You know nothing stays the same. Everybody changes, and uh, a lot of these changes can be for the good, and a lot of them are just they just come with time. You know sometimes it's aging that changes us, but no matter how old you get, you still have the ability to improve as a person. You may not have the foot speed you used to have. You may not be as agile as you used to be. Uh, you, your energy level may not be what it used to be. Your desire to do some of the things that you used to do may be gone. The thing that doesn't have to change and will not change is you. You have the ability to continue to grow as a person. Even when Father Time and nature has taken its course, we were talking about everybody can change and everybody has uh the right to reinvent themselves as they get older. And I equated it to jumping out of an airplane. You know, there are some people, man, who get to a certain point in their life and they and they jump from the airplane is now almost a, 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 a stunt of some kind. It's almost like they lifed and got out of control. You ever seen somebody jump out of airplane and, and the parachute don't open and they life start and it seems like they start spinning and tumbling and they can't get it together. And I've seen some mid-air rescues before, but then there are times when, we, you know, when it hasn't worked, you know, you jump out that airplane and, 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 and at first it's fun. I, I've never skydived before, but I would imagine when you first jump out of an airplane that they, people describe it as a, a sense of being free. And it's exhilarating when you first jump out the plane. But if you pull that cord and nothing happens, I've never happened to me. But I can only imagine the panic that's got to set in. Because no matter how fun it was a moment ago, the, the, the flying over to one another, the holding hands in the air, the, the breeze, the, the, the descent, the, the, the feeling of all of a sudden, if you reach for that cord and it's not, not there, you're suddenly spinning out of control. And that's what happens in a lot of people's lives. 
when you first start your life, you jump out the plane, you free, you young, you ain't got nothing to worry about. But then you get to a certain point in your life when you go, okay, I'm going to pull the cord now. And pulling the cord is an important thing because here's the, the analogy my friend gave me. He said, man, use your mind like a parachute. It works better when it's open. Well, see, what happens with a lot of people is they, they in life they jump out the plane and 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 they and they having this free fall and it's fun for now, but they get to a certain point in their life where they got themselves in a situation or they've had a little bit too much fun, a little bit too long, or you know they wasn't open to nothing and they just did what they wanted to do or they started getting involved with drugs or drinking or started running with the wrong people. So you jump out the plane at first, you free fall and it's fun. But then after a minute, man, something happens and they realize, whoa, and they reach for their cord and the cord don't work. Well, now you're in a panic-stricken situation. And my suggestion and what I've learned from the analogy that my friend shared with me is that we all, the sooner we can open our mind to God, the sooner we can develop that relationship with him. It's like pulling the cord and opening a parachute. If you open up your mind to God, God is like a parachute. You know, God can slow your descent. God can turn this out-of-control free fall into a nice ride for you. See, that's what happened to me. I was spinning out of control. I had gotten myself into a point, man, well, I wasn't doing real good. Oh, y'all would look at me and think, man, Stevie, man, no. I wasn't doing real good. I had spun out of control. I was I was in a free fall, and I reached for the cord, but I was so far away, the cord didn't open. Then I went to him, and I pulled the cord. When I went to God, I pulled the cord and it opened, and he slowed my descent. And this is what I just believe. I don't believe now that I age as fast as I was aging because I got that parachute open now. You know, I take better care of myself eating. I work out more now. You know, uh, I'm not out of control. I have a direction now. Uh, that wind then got up under that parachute a little bit, you know. And now I'm, 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 I'm going, you know, I'm still getting older, you know. So, But the descent is so slow now, I'm able to enjoy the ride. I'm I'm guiding my parachute over. Sometimes we go over to a to a vacation spot over here. We float back over to a but you know, I'm still getting old. I'm still going going down and but the descent because I've opened my mind to God, the parachute has slowed my descent. And now I'm rocking back and forth, but I ain't spinning out of control no more. You know, I'm able to enjoy the view now. You know, when you jump out that plane and you and you pull that cord and, and it don't work, you ain't looking at the view no more. You're thinking of only one thing. How can I slow this down? Well, now I'm able to enjoy the view. I'm able to see all the beautiful things on the horizon that God has for me. I'm able to see all the beautiful things around me that he's provided for me over these years because I've slowed my descent. I use my mind like a parachute. It works better when it's open. Open your mind to God and so you can see the view, so you can slow the descent, 
so you can stop the out-of-control free fall that you've been on, that you can get your life together and see everything out on the horizon that God has for you. You know, it turned out to be a very true statement. Your mind, if you use it like a parachute, it works better when it's open, y'all. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You know, it's so important to have representation in media. I remember growing up in Chicago, I was heavily influenced by the beautiful voices on the radio. Well, the next generation of influential black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's black voices are as distinct, varied, and nuanced as the black experience itself. In the Black Stories, Black Truths collection, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and creating world-shifting things out of struggle. Every episode is a living account about what it means to be black today, told from a unique black perspective. From Bobby Shmurda to The Wire, Michelle Obama to Reparations, there's no limit to the range of black stories, black truths. Black perspectives haven't always been centered in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. And NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, you'll find a collection of some of NPR's best podcast episodes celebrating the black experience. Hear a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcast that center black voices. It's NPR Noir. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR wherever you get podcasts. There's a concert coming to town that I just have to see. He's one of my favorite artists. I already have my tickets front row. I bought the tickets months in advance. I'm so excited. When you want the best, you have to act quickly or someone else will get it instead. It's like if you're hiring for your business. You want to find the most talented people for your open roles before the competition scoops them up. So what's the best way to do that? ZipRecruiter. ZipRecruiter finds qualified candidates fast. And right now, you can try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash strawberry. ZipRecruiter's powerful matching technology takes center stage to identify top talent for your roles. Immediately after you post your job, ZipRecruiter's smart technology starts showing you qualified people for it. Amp up your hiring performance with ZipRecruiter and find the best fast. See why four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Just go to this exclusive web address right now to try ZipRecruiter for free. ZipRecruiter.com slash strawberry. Again, that's ZipRecruiter.com slash strawberry. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave. And then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) 
What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am like I am where it is. This isn't going to work. I I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Neil Strauss host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world, and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex and then he's very vulnerable so you can kill him easily to die for is available now listen for free on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts ladies and gentlemen this is it it's the morning time it's time for the greatest show in the world to begin it's the steve harvey morning show make no mistake about it shirley strawberry Hey, good morning, Steve. Yes, Carla yes. Pharrell. Good morning. What's happening, crew? That damn junior boy. Morning, everybody. Morning, aunt. Nephew Tommy. Yay, yay. In the building. The building. Yeah. Well, we're here. Okay. It's Tuesday. It's, it's debate tonight. day, baby. Yeah, yeah. I think Ooh. that you're going to see... Who's the better public speaker? I think you're going to see who's a better leader. I think you're going to see who's the smartest. Because this foolishness that this Trump is talking about already, he wants a drug test right afterwards. And all this here. Y'all don't play sports, partner. Ain't no performance enhancing drugs. (laughs) None of that, dog. Hey, hey, if I was Biden, you know what I'd say? You know, if I say if I was Biden, I'd take a drug test if you take a lie detector test. Ready? Go. Yeah, right, right. Definitely. That's what he should do. Show your taxes. I'll take a drug test. 
Dog. We've been paying more than what? him. I told y'all. You said it. I've been saying it for years. You said it in 2015 before. Like, right. He cannot show them taxes. He cannot show them. Because what you're going to find out is that we've all paid more taxes than he has. And he's a self-proclaimed billionaire, which he's really not. But he's mm-hmm. going to say that. Mm-hmm. Well, it doesn't look like uh, he's too much of anything the way he ran these businesses and lost everything. All and... that success talk. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah, ain't so much. Damn deal. <laughs> yeah. Hey, look. What is going on? The country hey, is in debt right now. A huge debt that he has created. Mm-hmm. He's created mm-hmm. a huge debt. But that's the way he ran all his businesses. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah. Man, that's so People pay more in mortgage. And, and right. And, and rent and stuff. You're right. And that was part of the reason people uh, went with him for the last election, Steve, because they said he was such a good businessman. Maybe he could run the country. Uh, Ooh, how much did we did not know uh, that? Um, Junior. Huh? Today mm-hmm. is. <laughs> you gonna get them ready? What's the yeah. What's that? I get, what it's, it's, it's your favorite group, Jodeci. Okay. Uh-oh. Is Devonte Swings? Right? Dev- yeah, 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 yeah. Devonte Swings. Well, birthday that's a is good today. question, though. Is they all right? <laughs> <laughs> that's a damn good question, Junior. <laughs> I just had to let Junior know that. So Happy birthday, DV. <laughs> DV, like you know him. Yeah, that's my boy. Junior's the fifth boy. member of the group. You know that. Junior, how come you ain't on Zoom? I am on Zoom, huh? Yes. Let I'm me right get, a, get the gallery. There you go there. Yeah. Yeah. Got <laughs> to get the gallery. Uh, I'm here for my, my group. Well, you know who is not on Zoom today, so. All right. Uh, coming up at 32 minutes oh, after the hour. Oh, you missed me. Get ready for the CLO. All of a sudden, your ass and got precious where you can't be on Zoom. No <laughs> we're going to ask the CLO, the Chief Love Officer, coming up right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Time now for Ask the CLO. Before we left out, we were just letting uh, Junior know that Devontae Swing from TV, it's his birthday right, today. Take oh, my money. Come on, yeah. Steve. Yeah. In my car. <laughs> So hard. Ah, so hard. <laughs> yes. Well, it's time now for uh, Ask the CLO. If you're done, Steve Harvey. Yeah, let's go on it. All right. This one is from Kenny in Toledo. Kenny says, I've been divorced for three years, but my ex-wife still has access to me whenever she wants to have sex. I set it up that way to keep the peace and keep her out of my business. But I really did it because she's so good at what she does. I show mm. up. We have amazing sex. And then I leave. Every time I leave her, I have to tell myself that marriage with her was terrible, even if the sex was amazing. I want to break this cycle, but she's addictive. How can I move on? Forget hey, about dog. it and go oh, on with my life. Hey, dog, dog, what is you tripping for? <laughs> the best you got a world. divorce? <laughs> yes. She still lets you come by there and you can just leave? As soon as you It's do? incredible. It's boy, <laughs> jackpot, boy. But the marriage was terrible. Now, I don't know how you doing that. Because mm-hmm. once you terrible to me, I don't want nothing to do with you. Right, once you're done. I am, uh, no Lord. So you better than most, but I don't know what to tell you. 
because the sex was mm. amazing. He told you. Yeah. So, <laughs> CLO, what? Uh huh. <laughs> Doesn't that count for something, CLO? Hell what? yeah. <laughs> I <laughs> mean, why. you married the woman, so that was love. Maybe there's still a connection there. Obviously, it is. Uh-huh. But the marriage, if y'all could fix that part, you'd be in hog heaven. Yeah. yeah. I don't know what out. the I don't know what the part is you can't fix if it's all that damn good. <laughs> Just ride it out. Just ride it out. All right. Uh DeVille in Alabama says, I'm 20 and I recently transferred. De DeVille. 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 Yeah, like DeVille. Cadillac DeVille. Yeah. <laughs> DeVille in Alabama says, I'm 20. I recently uh, transferred to a new college and started dating a football player. I don't have many friends yet, so I'm usually alone and with this guy. Random females have been coming up to me to warn me about being seen with him because his ex-girlfriend is crazy. I asked him about the ex, and he said she graduated and moved away. I forgot about it until the other day. I woke up, and my front tires were slashed. My roommate told me it was a message from the ex. Am I supposed to believe that? Uh, believe He's that she back. Stalk, believe that she's stalking <laughs> us, or could it just be a coincidence and random crime? <laughs> random you crime. Think? <laughs> <laughs> they done told you she crazy. She done found where you live and slashed all your tires. She moved away, though. Oh, they always come back. People crazy always cars and airplane tickets. This is true. I think it's a rumor. Crazy people fly in COVID. Could it be or, the Steve? He's saying yeah. COVID. Yeah. <laughs> they don't give a damn. Crazy people don't care. Sitting up on the plane with no mask on. <laughs> That's not allowed. But do you think she moved away or he lied? Yeah. Well, I mean, or she might have moved line. away, but they come back. Moving away just mean you left college. Right. Mm-hmm. You'd be an hour away. She didn't drove back. Something is happening. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, yeah, you got to get right. your tires fixed, that's for sure. You don't mm-hmm. know who it is exactly, but crazy people do want you to know it was them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's, it's, so let you know it's soon. attention, attention seekers. The mystery will be solved. Yeah, yeah. It's, but it's somebody's telling something. Yeah, hello. Random crime, though. Don't do not do. Is that. it me you're looking for? <laughs> they like that attention. All right, Steve. Uh, CLO Charles in Atlanta says I've been married for five years, and we own a mobile detailing business that is doing very well. My wife hasn't worked outside the home since we got married because we started our family right away. My wife is a licensed realtor and her brokerage firm has offered her excellent perks to return to work since it's the perfect time to buy and sell real estate. She says she doesn't plan to return to work for at least five more years. Uh, In a marriage, I thought couples decided on these types of things together. Am I Mm. wrong to want her to contribute to the household? Should it all fall on me? Oh, no, dog. Oh, no, dog. You ain't wrong for wanting her to contribute to the household. (laughs) But if she don't want to contribute to the household, how you going to make her go to work? They should have been here at this conversation. Partner, I don't don't know what to tell you. You know, you started a family right away. Your mobile business is doing super good. And now you want her to chip in. But, I mean, you know, bro, I don't know. That's up to the individual family how y'all want to handle that. Shouldn't she want to chip in? If that's a requirement to be your uh, wife, and if that's, Uh, you know, 
Yeah, I she mean, said she's coming back in five years. Take it or leave. You five better buy some gone. more armor all and rags. You need some five more cars years. to buy. Five years. The baby going to be 10. <laughs> and the business is doing well. What is the problem? <laughs> We're going to have a new president years. out of yeah. office. <laughs> yeah, five years. A lot going to happen in five we'll years. be up for so. another election. She yeah. told you what she's doing now. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I can't make, I, I don't know what to tell right. you to make a go to work partner. I don't know how to do that. I swear to you, I don't. Mm-hmm. Hang in there, dog. Okay. Yeah. Well, should it all fall on me, he says. Hey, join the club. Well, I mean, mine don't no. work. Dog, mine don't work either. Mm-mm. What? So. <laughs> I like mine not working, to be honest with you. I like that. It don't matter if I, I like, like it being or not. able to. I she like being able to, to provide that. <laughs> you like it or not? If I don't like it or not, she ain't working. <laughs> I ain't seen her look for a job. <laughs> Marjorie yeah, ain't put in no damn applications yeah. or nothing. They ain't asked about no <laughs> positions one available. Ads. She ain't been in the one ads. <laughs> no, yeah, I ain't, you I ain't you seen her ask nobody. Oh, anybody like <laughs> should ask about nothing about family feud. If there's a spot open down there for Dog. <laughs> Dog. <laughs> PA, ho ho, nothing. PA. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, there you go. Five years, she'll be back into it, okay? And until then. uh, All right, coming up next, thank you, CLO. Coming up next, Nephew Tommy's Run That Prank back right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour in entertainment news, we'll talk about the creative Get Your Booty to the Polls Atlanta stripper campaign. Beautiful. I'm going. I've watched it 30 times, and I'm telling you, uh, it... It really, it really drives me to the polls. I'm just telling you. Really... Plus, people are unfollowing The Rock on social media after he endorsed Joe Biden. We'll talk about all of these stories at the top of the hour. But right now, it is the nephew here with Run That Prank Back. What you got for us, Nat? Uh, something that uh, President Trump can look forward to. Today's title is Garnish Your Wages. Mm. Okay. I like it. <laughs> I like it. Let's go, cat dog. Hello. I'm trying to reach a uh, place. Mess who's calling? My name is uh, from the district attorney's office. Yes. Uh, hi, how are you? Uh, giving you a call today, ma'am. I'm trying to get some updates from you. Your husband, Mr. Is he uh, still not working at this point? No, sir. Okay. Uh, how long has he been out of work so far, ma'am? Could you could you give me an update on this? First of the year, January. Okay. All right, here's what we're having, the problems that we're having. You have a son. Um, I think it's uh, his name is as well, 14 years old. Am I right? Mm-hmm. Okay. The child support is not being paid from uh, Mr. For, the, uh, for Mr. Young, and we're trying to get this thing rectified. Now, the problem that we're going to have and the reason why we're giving you a call is considering that your, your husband hasn't worked since the first of the year, and I haven't done the research yet, I'm just mm-hmm. not— I'm just not pulling up your file. I haven't done the research to see how many months in the rears he is on child support. But... It, it, that started once um, he lost his job. Okay. Well, <clears throat> the problem that we're, we're going to have is they're going to start taking uh, child support, actually, uh, and, and I hate to give you this news, out of your check. Until... I, don't, I don't understand how that's so because I have my own kids. So I, I don't understand that. I understand, but they're going to be garnishing your check, ma'am. Uh, until this, until your husband can get this thing back on his feet and get it rectified and get him 
uh, up to par as far as all the payments that are hurt, that are not. And there. when will this be taking place? Because if that's the case, I'm not going to be working. Because <laughs> that's not going to happen. I have my own children, so I don't understand how that's so. I don't, I don't have anything to do with child support or anything like that. And if that's the case, I'm not going to be working as right now. The garnishing of the check is going to come from you. And you are at the hospital, correct? No. That's not. It's not where you work. I don't. I'm not going to be working as of right now. <laughs> that's what I just told you. So y'all do whatever you got to do, and I'll do whatever I have to do on my end, okay? Well, well, hold on a minute. You're willing to quit your job? I'm not understanding this. this. You're sure why? Because I'm, I'm not going to be taking care of someone else's kids, and I have my own. So how? That's right. So somebody else can take care of my eyes then, because I'm not going to be doing it. You're so right. All right. Well, I mean, I'm just, you know, don't, I don't want you to who, be upset with me. Who are with, you? I, I don't mean, want you to be I upset with me. I where I can be able to contact you. Okay, you, you know, I'm gonna let, I'm gonna let you know this. It's a bit of information. You're mm-hmm. still gonna if if you're quitting your job, ma'am. You guys are still gonna be liable for the child support. Okay, well that's fine. Not you guys, because it's not my children, sir. Okay, it's not you guys. It's he will be liable. Okay, because okay? I don't. I mean, can I step? Can you hold one moment? Because I need to step outside. If that's okay, or if there's a number, I can contact you back. Okay, are you able to step outside right now? Um, yes, but I'm going to get on the elevator, and then it's going to kind of throw the call off. Okay, let's do this. Why don't you step outside? And, and I'll wait for you to call. Give me about 45 seconds, but I'm going to give a call to my manager on this situation, okay? Please do, sir. I'll uh, call. All right. Thank, thank you. Uh-huh. Hello? Okay, Miss. Yes, sir. Hi, again from the district attorney's okay. office. Okay, you can hear me now. Yes, I can. Can you hear me? Yes, ma'am, I sure can. Now, let's get to the bottom of everything. I couldn't get my manager on the phone. But uh-huh. uh, I'll keep trying. I just want to know. Um, I mean, that, that's, I'm just a mess- messenger mean, letting you know. You know. I, hate, I know you are, and I hate to be so short with you, but I don't understand because we're not even getting enough income coming in as of right now. And you're speaking of, I have three children that I'm struggling to take care of on my own. Find somebody from the district or something. But, um, and you're speaking of that you're going to be deducting money from Gunner Shane, my check for his child support. What's your sir? something? What's your name? Man, who's is, is there someone else I need to speak with? No, we're on the phone. I'm, I have, that's my sister taking care of somebody. What part of the district attorney? County, ma'am. Yeah. She is on the line from the Office of Child Support Service. She works with the Office of Child Support Service. Okay, okay. may I speak with your sister? Let me speak with your sister, ma'am. So what do you, I mean, how is this going to be done? Because that's not going to leave me to cast to be able to support my own kids. Well, you know, I mean, in my own home. I, I understand that. You know, maybe this is a problem with having a person hanging around. It's not know? a person because has raised his feet about his kids all their life. This is a jealous mother that decided after 18 years that she wanted to. Uh, oh, what in the what in the hell is going on with those people in the background? Hello. This nephew Tommy, it didn't hit the fan. She went off. No, I couldn't get her to go out, but her sister was there. Don't say nothing to him. Made her get off the phone. So I need you to call on three ways. They was calling somebody. They probably was calling downtown. Gonna get themselves in more trouble. Okay, hold on a minute. I'll call you back, honey. What's wrong? I'll call you back, honey. I'll tell you about it on the line. No, you won't. You're going to talk to her right now. Who the f- Who is this? I told you you're going to pay this child support, not me. Get your life. Get the best way you can.
Okay, he's talking to me, call me. I'm gonna pay this child for you. Pay it. Oh, you're gonna make me, you're gonna make me whip your behind this money. Tell him you will find out who he is. You want to, you want to talk to my lawyer, sir? Yeah, I want to. Where is your, you don't have a lawyer. You know, well, you don't have one. Why don't y'all, whoever, however, you got my number, honey. This is some process. They have to go through for your job. We have to go to court first. Hey, Lose the case. Who is this? This nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Yo, just got <laughs> pranked by my baby. I'm going to cut your <laughs> <laughs> I hope I'm on the radio because I y'all I gotta ask, I gotta ask all y'all something. What is the baddest radio show in the land? See? I've never had my wages gone. Uncle, you ever had your, your wages? Hell yeah. Gone? Yeah. What? <laughs> is there anything you ain't ever had? Uncle? No. Have I ever I've had my had. wages gone? I wasn't paying them. <laughs> What job was this? When I worked at uh, General Electric, there wasn't nothing that I could do about it. Yeah, they took it out. Taxes. That's what's, what's going to happen to Donald Trump. Uh, dog, he ain't even got to worry. Soon as you be- find out where all that money he got to buy them planes and Marlago and all that mess is, and find out it's a loan, and when they find out that where that loan came from, out the country, uh oh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh oh. All right. Mm-hmm. Uh, coming up at the top of the hour, entertainment news right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Hey, girlfriends. It's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am like I am where it is. This isn't going to work. I I have to move on, but I don't know where. 
A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, if, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Neil Strauss host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex and then he's very vulnerable so you can kill him easily to die for is available now listen for free on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts danielle moody here host of the woke af daily podcast we've been with iheart's outspoken network for a year and what a year it has been Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Woke not just to the latest headlines, but also to the collective power we all have. Woke to the need to build community with those around us. Woke to how to avoid burnout and woke to the ways we can all find joy in the madness. Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Delve into the visceral world of hip-hop with the Gangster Chronicles, a podcast that aims to unravel the intricate tapestry of one of music's most influential and misunderstood subgenres, gangster rap. Hosted by MC8 and Big Steels every Thursday, each episode provides an in-depth exploration into the formative artists, monumental albums, and socio-political factors that have shaped gangster rap from its emergence in the 80s to its enduring impact today. Gangster Chronicles unpacks the evolution of this uniquely American art form. We dive into the socio-cultural aspects that gangster rap boldly addressed, from police brutality to systemic racism, offering listeners a comprehensive understanding of the profound cultural significance this genre holds. Listen to the Gangster Chronicles on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Let's go. In entertainment news, what do you guys think of the stripper campaign? It's called Get Your Booty to the Polls. I know you guys have seen it. Come on. <laughs> 
Are you Brilliant. standing up a standing ovation? I am wow. standing on top of my studio chair. Yes, I am. Yeah. The Get Out and Vogue campaign was oh created God. by a group of Atlanta strippers. Uh, the promo features women who work and dance at different clubs in the ATL. The ad is targeting men who are undecided about voting. So in the ad, the dancers are pole dancing, of course, they're twerking, and some of them even have the word vote written on their Yes, parts. it was, I'm telling you, it was there, Shirley. Oh my God. <laughs> I saw it, yeah. Yes. Anyway. Vote. If you read it back with Shirley, say e You gotta read it back later. <laughs> anyway, uh, the ad starts off with the strippers dancing, and then a dancer says, now that I've got your attention, then as the video continues, the dancers give reasons why people should get out and vote. I love this. Angela Gomes, producer and director of the video, told Newsweek their demographic for the ad is people who don't vote, people who sit around and look at YouTube, people who don't feel like their vote matters. And it was all important to remind them and uh, that this is more important than just the president on the ballot. I love that. Really that was a brilliant is. idea. I mean, I'm all I needed like after that was just to hear, I'm Joe Biden, and I... You know, approve this approve message. Approve this message. Well, you know, it kind of sickened me a little bit, you know, the fact that I had looked at it uh, 46 times uh, <laughs> to get the message. And I just thought, you know, obviously it took me too long yeah. to get the message. You were a little slow that morning. So, huh? you know, I was saying, you know, I thought they could have been a little bit more clear about it. But by, by the 50th time I watched it, I, I got oh, what they were saying. Yes, you know? yeah. I just Aww. thought they could have got to it a little bit quicker. But, you know, after 50 times, I went on and got the message, you know. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Said, well, I guess I will just go on and get my booty to the polls, you know. And if they could just be at the poll I go to when I vote, that would be nice, too, if they outside. Let's, you know what, Tommy? Nice... Mm. What, Tommy mm. They did a great job of delivering the message because when the one stripper said, you know, you're going to say things like, my vote don't count. I thought that was brilliant. I said, oh, they get out the information. <laughs> <laughs> my vote really don't count. Really Y'all is. say stuff like, my vote don't count. <laughs> It was Good hard, huh, Good <laughs> In other entertainment news, The Rock, uh, Dwayne. They Johnson. were pretty articulate about it too. They were. Yeah, they were. Yeah, I, I mean, thought it was brilliant. I really. I commend did. the yeah. sisters. Actually, mm-hmm. I do, man. I, I really do. commend mm-hmm. them. And, and if you click the link, it takes you to register to vote. So that's cool. Go yeah. ahead, girl. They do. They well, let me see. Up. Let me see, cause I mean, you didn't do that part. Missed that part. Fifty-one. I kept hitting rewind. I never saw that. Send that back to me, fellas, cause I had to erase it. Because I had watched it so many times, it had suddenly, for my phone, like if I watch a video so many times, it, no, it becomes my wallpaper. Oh, you knew that I one. Here, I'm going to get this off here. I'm going to tell you about The Rock, uh, Dwayne Johnson. Of course, he's a self-proclaimed independent. Well, now he said, um, well, he's voted for in the past for Republicans and Democrats, but recently he made his first public endorsement for Joe Biden and Kamala Harris, and The Rock told uh, both Joe Biden and Kamala on the uh, Zoom call. Take a listen. That's the power of your vote, your voice. I love that Senator Harris said that, and I also love that she spoke about making sure that we have a solid plan in place because we as Americans, we've got to be prepared come election day. I also appreciate Vice President Biden quoting the great John Lewis. Voting is our sacred obligation, and it is the answer to outcomes, and we have to own our outcomes. 
I love that line, owning our outcomes. Well, Rock. Yeah. Yeah. Very good. Very astute. Mm -hmm. But uh, some of Rock's followers, Steve, are now mad at him. Um, they posted a lot of comments saying stay out of politics and, and they won't follow him anymore. They've unfollowed him. OK, they unfollow. You know what? People sicken me, man, because a person is an athlete, an entertainer. They got to shut up and dribble. Shut up and tell your jokes. Who are you? You know, the woman on Fox, shut up and dribble. Why don't you shut up and tell the facts? Right. Mm -hmm. Lori, How about you shut up and tell the truth? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, so, no, man, it's not no stay out of politics. Every person in this country should be in this politics. Yes. This is not politics. This is our country and our life. This is politics. Yep. Man, this ain't got nothing to do with stay out of politics. Politics is the bull crap that he been doing to us for four years. And, Canceling and, DACA, and just, trying to build a wall. Uh, 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 blue power, not black power. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, blue lives matter, not black lives matter. matter. Mm -hmm. There are Here's politics. There's great people on both sides. Can't be in a hate group and be a great person. Mm. Yeah. But since you're in a hate group and you're voting for him, then you are all right. And, and, and hold out, up, guys. Let, but, hold but, on, but hold no, on. No, no, though. The Rock had COVID. His entire That's family. Right. His whole family had COVID-19. Mm -hmm. So they were mm -hmm. affected by what's going on in this pandemic. So you're saying that he doesn't have a right to right. have a voice Just because in this he's election? an actor. Get out of here. And but, people but, are yeah. talking about you going to unfollow him. It's not going to change one thing in his life. Right. So what you won't follow him? You're really not important. Wow. And if you're upset, run over there and whoop rock ass and see what happens. <laughs> Hello. Run over there and try that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> try that. It always and see goes, what goes back there for you, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. If right, we'd have been whooping ass, we wouldn't be in this predicament we in now. We could have been <laughs> whooping a lot of people ass. Right here. <laughs> got a great a story problems. to tell you about my grandson, BJ, whenever we get a minute in the show. Okay, when we come back. Great All right. story. All right. Coming up in 20 minutes after the hour, the first presidential debate is tonight in Cleveland. We'll talk about that and Steve's story right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. So tonight is the presidential debate in Cleveland. Uh, we'll get to that in a moment. But, Steve, before we went to break, you wanted to tell us about a story you had with your grandson. Okay. I'm in a little trouble with my daughter. Uh, mm. Okay. What happened? What, you do? Of, what uh, did you do? You did something. <laughs> well, you know, I had uh, my grandson in the car with me. Uh -huh. And we took a ride. I had both my oldest grandsons, Noah and BJ, in the car. Uh -huh. And I had them in the back in car seats. Mm -hmm. I'm driving, and uh, what you driving? Let's paint this picture now. What you driving? Oh, just driving a truck. A I got car. a truck. Oh, a truck. I got a truck, and so I'm driving the truck, and I got him in the back seat. And um, uh -huh. I was trying to turn this corner. Yeah. And a dude kind of cut me off. Uh -oh. So uh -oh. I I said something. Uh huh. What so, did you say? I'll tell you that in a second. Okay. So I send them Scare home. <gasps> and uh, Carly has uh, BJ in the back seat. Yeah. And so she told me, she said, Dad, I know he got this from you. 
And so she's pulling into this parking spot, and this man cuts her off. And she said, wow, how could you do that? BJ, in his car seats, leans up over the back and said, don't get your ass whooped. (laughs) (laughs) Repeating. I love it. That boy got all your DNA. (laughs) 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 Running through your whole DNA. leans up in his car seat, put his hand up in the window, and look back and say, don't get your ass whooped. <laughs> wow. That is Steve Harvey's grandchild. Lord. <laughs> Carly oh, told me that. Now, let me bar. tell you something. I was so proud of him. <laughs> <laughs> cut your mama oh, off man. like that, man. So is that what you told the guy who cut you off? Yeah. 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 <laughs> I didn't want to say it because I knew I had to tell you that. Uh-huh. He swung around now and said, all right, man. All right, don't get your ass whooped. <laughs> I ain't think nothing of it. DJ back there taking notes. He that said, oh, okay, cool. <laughs> That's what we say. Okay. A four-year-old baby with road rage. Uh, <laughs> in the car seat, though. Yes. Uh, Steve, that is crazy. Uh, that is let crazy. me get out this here. <laughs> All right, we'll hope, we hope Joe Biden has some of that fire tonight and <laughs> during these debates in Cleveland, okay? And, and, and quote BJ. <laughs> yes, quote yes. BJ, yes. Don't get your ass whooped. <laughs> and sat back down. She said, just as comfortable. Like, yeah, I got that, mama. He owned it. He owned that uh, moment, yeah. So anyway, uh, if we have any pointers to Joe Biden, that's one of them. Coming up in 34 <laughs> minutes after the hour, uh, the president's business empire is not as successful as he claimed. We'll tell you all about it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. What is going on in trending political news? I'm sure you guys have heard about this by now. According to the New York Times, President Trump squandered millions, and I mean millions of dollars, and he faces crippling debt. The IRS is auditing $72.9 million tax refund. Uh, Also, since 2015, he has lost $315 million at his signature golf courses. We talked about this yesterday. Trump only paid $750 in 2016 and 17. The president, (laughs) this is a one, Steve, right here, though. The president wrote off $70,000 worth of hairstyle. (laughs) No! What? (laughs) What? Wow. What? <laughs> For the apprentice. Seventy thousand dollars in hair stuff. He also has deductions, got deductions on his plane and his residences. He wrote off $100,000 worth of silver and linens. He's personally responsible for $421 million in loans coming due in the next four years, meaning leaders may have to decide whether to foreclose on a sitting president. Whoa. Mm. Whoa. Mm, 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 mm. I thought he was such a great businessman. What what mm. happened? This guy, man, has been but if you look at that if if you look at seven bankruptcies, mm-hmm. uh, that's how he runs a business. He just borrows, borrows, borrows and runs his business and he writes off the losses. Uh, they can't count income as loans. So when he takes these loans is he doing everything he claimed with the loans, which I doubt, which is because you have to substantiate your lifestyle. At one point in time, 
you're going to have to say, I'm paying for this house, my Lago, with this, and I'm playing, I'm paying for this plane with that. I mean, you're going to have to say that. You know, the, the government is not crazy, man. That paperwork is real. And I think he has some real, real problems. And if Americans want to know the truth about it, it's pretty unpatriotic when you don't pay your taxes. Very much so. Yeah, has federal tax said anything? Has he huh? said anything? Has Wesley Snipes said anything? Uh, Any comment from Wesley Snipes? He needs to. Mm, no, no, no. <laughs> Wesley has to be quiet. This is not. This ain't. No, no. This ain't time to get in this Wesley. Shh. Shh. I don't know nothing. <laughs> well, you know, federal taxes pays for the military that he loves so mm-hmm. much. The military. Mm-hmm. Federal taxes pays for uh, bridges and roads and, and schools yeah. and secret Walls. service. Secret mm-hmm. service. Walls. Your, your Walls. very own secret yeah. service. Yeah. The ones yeah. he called Walls. losers and suckers. Yeah. Yeah. That military. But he said right. a long time ago, I don't pay taxes because I'm smart. I'm smart. Yeah, he said yeah. that during the Hillary mm-hmm. Clinton debate. 2016, he sure did. But that's why Democrats, every presidential election, is we want them to pay their fair share because they are very much aware of the loopholes. Mm-hmm. You know, so we pay taxes, but you don't. This, I, because I he's he's not only jumping through loopholes, there's some illegal stuff going on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And there so are a lot of loopholes for rich, for the rich, though. There are. There are a lot of loopholes. There are loopholes. Mm-hmm. So, Steve, when he becomes a private citizen, he's going to have some issues. This sounds like he abusing the loophole, though. He sounds like he just... Well, oh, I mean, yeah. he definitely is. He mm-hmm. definitely... He's very abusive of it. He's taking advantage of it in some cunning ways. Yeah. Because he's got some cunning people. But when you, but when you shake it all down, you know, you're putting all this money into these dummy companies and stuff and mm-hmm. the dumb the dummy the dummy companies have to you can't just say we're writing off losses of all these sooner companies that's even in the bible we're about gonna get paying to the dummy sooner or later hello <laughs> Well, $121 million in loans, and they won't let me get $1,000 on my credit card extended. It's crazy. <laughs> doesn't make what sense, you, does it, Junior? It don't make Junior? no sense. I can't. I, they can't send me a note talking about, uh, no, we cannot give you $1,000 at this time. What? <laughs> the bank <laughs> denies you. The bank denied me. grand on his hair. <laughs> Uh, coming up, the nephew will be in the building with today's prank phone call right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, right about four minutes after, it's my strawberry letter for today. The subject is really hard for me to honor thy mother. Mm. Right now, we'll get into that in a minute, but right now, the nephew is here with today's prank phone call. What you got for us, Neff? Ah, uh, we're going to go a little swimming, y'all. This right here, Naked Lifeguard. Naked Lifeguard. We're going to take a little dip, okay? Everybody ready? Let's go, kid. Hello? Hello, I'm trying to reach a, uh, a Carrie t- Yes, this is Carrie t- Hi, Carrie. My name is Oliver, Oliver t- You uh, put in an application with the, with the employment agency about looking for some work as far as being a lifeguard? Oh, yeah, I did. Okay. Have you had much experience being a lifeguard? Yeah, I've been doing this for a while now, back since I was, like, 18. I got my CPR certification. 
I've had as many as like 200 people at one time watching them. So I'm good. I'm good at what I do. I love it. Very good. Very good. Well, I'll tell you what, I've looked over your application and I've checked everything out thoroughly. And I'm very excited about maybe getting you to, I don't know if you're familiar with it, but public pool. It's actually in a subdivision. There's two pools there. Are you familiar with it? Yeah, yeah, I'm familiar with it. They're, they're near where I live. Yeah. Okay. Well, there's actually in the back of there's a gated community, and um, that is actually the particular property that I'm talking about, you coming out and uh, working for us there uh, at the pool site. Uh, if we can get you on Monday to Friday, we're going to actually hire some uh, some more college students for for Saturday and Sunday. What do you say? Oh, I say okay. That sounds great. Monday <laughs> okay. through Friday, weekends off. Yeah. Yeah, That's exactly. Good. Now we start off. Job actually pays twenty five dollars an hour. Wow. You would be our head lifeguard, and um, we would we would want you to be there from you know. I mean, if you start at twelve, we'd actually like for you to get there around eleven thirty. You know, okay. just to, just to be prepared and um, be the overseer and make sure the other lifeguards get there on time. And, you know, we'll go from there. Okay. Now, Carrie, there's only one catch that, that actually comes along with this job. We want you to work an additional uh, four hours from 6 to 10 at night, but it's going to pay you $50 per hour. So you'll make an extra $200. How do you feel about that? Man, I feel good. I mean, with the recession and everything, I can use that money right now, especially during the summertime. Okay. Now, here's the deal. This is in a gated community, like I told you before, but also uh, it's going to be adults at night, and it, and they are actually going to be swimming nude. What? And, yeah, they're going to be swimming nude, and what they ask is if they're going to be swimming nude, they want to make sure that the lifeguard that's protecting them is going to be nude as well. Okay, I'm a certified lifeguard. I'm CPR certified. I'm a student. I've had other jobs, but nudity wasn't on my resume. Uh, and I, and, and I, I understand that wholeheartedly, but we're talking about you possibly making $1,750 a week. How do you feel about 1750 a week for your nursing school? I'm sure that'll that'll definitely pay for it uh, mm-hmm. throughout the entire summer. That should be, be a big help, shouldn't it? Yeah, it would, but... I mean, I mean, are you, are you, are you, how do you feel about trying it for a few weeks and then, you know, how, how do you feel about that? I don't know, but I mean. You're going to watch over some adults who, who are actually just going to be nude in the pool. And, and you're nude as well up on the big chair that overwatches everybody. Uh, $17.50. I don't. Seventeen fifty, Carrie, you know? I don't think I'm going to be able to do that. Seventeen fifty, Carrie. We're talking about four hours of you being nude along with some other people that are already nude. So, I mean, what's the big deal, you know? What we need you to do is come down. We're going to do some drills, some lifeguard drills, and make sure that you're definitely qualified. But we're going to make sure that when you do those, you got to be naked as well, okay? What? Why, why would I have to do some drills naked? I, I'm, I'm already a lifeguard. What do I need to drill I, I, naked for? I understand for? all that, but in order we we... For for our particular property, we got to make sure that you're actually prepared and ready, you know? I don't understand. Well, that's the way it is, Carrie. We need you to come down and do some drills. It's not going to take long, probably about a half hour. You come down, you get undressed, you get in the pool, and we make sure that you're qualified um, to, to swim nude, to handle, to saving somebody's life nude, the whole nine yards. 
But what? I mean, what if my family come to that point? You know, you know Carrie, I, 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 you know, I can't go back and forth with you. I can't. Now, I know you, 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 you know, I looked at your resume. I looked at what you were doing and what you're pursuing in life, and I thought this would be a great opportunity for you. But I can't be, I mean, I can't do that to my family. And you No, no, wait a minute. Hang on a second. Now, you can't tell me you can't do it now. Oh, yes, I Yes, I can. Now, you get your down here in the morning so I can get these drills done, and I want you naked when you get here and get in this pool. You understand me? Who the hell do you think you're talking to? Are you some kind of pool pimp? Lifeguard, human resources, hiring pimp. You're not pimping me. I don't have to come down there if I don't want to come down there. You got to bring your down here tomorrow and get in this pool and do these drills. Who do you think you're talking to? I'm talking to you. You get your down here tomorrow and you do these drills. What you need to do is go get you a Pamela Anderson Baywatch because I ain't the. Excuse me? What is this? I ain't going to be doing no new breaststroke for you all freaking. I don't know them. I don't know them people. I don't give a. Who you know? Now you get your down here and you take the job. I'm not coming down there to your fun pool tomorrow and, and swim nude and lifeguard nude for a bunch of raunchy. I don't know who you think you're talking to. I was trying to be nice to you when you come to my house with that, and then I thought about it because I'm not that kind of girl. You got me up, okay? You need to go get you a, a Pamela Anderson Baywatch, you know, deep sea diving. I don't know what you need, but I'm not what you need. You get your black down here tomorrow. Who you think you're talking to? I'm talking to you. Who you think you're talking to? I'm talking to you. Who the do you think you're talking to? I got something I want to say to you. You listening? You know what? You you better go ahead and say it because I'm about to hang up this phone in your face right now. This is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You just got pranked by your girlfriend. you, baby. Your girlfriend pranked you. You all right? You know what? When I see that she gonna have one less float. <laughs> I cannot believe she did me like this. Alright, I gotta ask you something, baby. What is? What is the baddest? I'm talking about the baddest radio show in the land. The Steve Harvey Morning Show. <laughs> oh my God. Get on, get on down here tomorrow morning. Let's get these drills out the way, okay? That's what we're doing. You can hear the distress in her voice. Man. Was, oh, man. Okay. Tommy. No. My family. I can't do this to my family. That's just a really, really decent young lady, you know. Yes. She yes, thought she this was. whole thing out. You know, yes. she need the money. She in love, but she said, I can't do this to my family. Mm hmm. Yeah. Man, they done put all these hopes and dreams in me, and I'm going to take my stupid ass down here naked at some damn swimming pool. Somebody going to film something. Right. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know how you think. You finna go somewhere in 2020, and ain't nobody filming that. Right. Okay. It's going to be on tape. What, Sherry? What? You proud of you? <laughs> what she say? You better go get you one of them Baywatch babes or something. <laughs> Baby, yeah. watch the Right. Yeah. <sighs> oh, yeah. I just nice. felt her in my in my spirit. Yeah, I man. felt I her. You felt her? Did you feel that I did a good prank? What? Don't worry about her. How I do? What is, what is you, why is you worried about I her? I never met fine. nobody needs so much. You do these every day. 
is needy. Do we have to carry you around on your shoulders every day? (laughs) Yes. All right, we got to get out of here. Thank you, nephew. Coming up next, Strawberry Letter subject is really hard for me to honor thy mother. We'll get into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And, of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am, like I am, where it is. This isn't going to work. I I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how, I don't know where, I don't know what. God, if you show me, God, if you tell me, God, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Neil Strauss host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex and then he's very vulnerable so you can kill him easily to die for is available now listen for free on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts delve into the visceral world of hip-hop with the gangster chronicles 
podcast that aims to unravel the intricate tapestry of one of music's most influential and misunderstood subgenres, gangster rap. Hosted by MC8 and Big Steels every Thursday, each episode provides an in-depth exploration into the formative artists, monumental albums, and socio-political factors that have shaped gangster rap from its emergence in the 80s to its enduring impact today. Gangster Chronicles unpacks the evolution of this uniquely American art form. We dive into the socio-cultural aspects that gangster rap boldly addressed, from police brutality to systemic racism, offering listeners a comprehensive understanding of the profound cultural significance this genre holds. Listen to the Gangster Chronicles on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Let's go. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Woke not just to the latest headlines, but also to the collective power we all have. Woke to the need to build community with those around us. Woke to how to avoid burnout and woke to the ways we can all find joy in the madness. Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Well, guys, there are 35 days left until the November 3rd election. That's about Mm. five weeks. Five weeks, guys. Yeah. Uh, Go right now if you haven't registered already. Uh, If you've moved, if you just turned 18, if you're you're undecided, make a decision right now to go to vote.org and get registered to vote, okay? Time is running out. 35 days left. Get registered to vote. Get your date so you can early vote. All your information, all the information you need on voting, you can find it on vote.org. Please do that, okay? Stop playing. Um, yeah, I Man. mean, really, time is running wow. out. This is Thirty-five serious. days. Yeah, I remember this when it was a hundred days. Exactly. <laughs> you know? Yeah, this is serious, Steve. It is. Yeah. yeah. All right, um, we're gonna switch gears because it's time now for the strawberry letter. If you need advice on relationships, dating, work, sex, parenting, and more, please submit your strawberry letter to Steve Harvey FM and click submit strawberry letter. We could be reading your letter live on the air, just like we're going to read this one right here, right now. Buckle up. Hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is, the strawberry letter. Subject, it's really hard for me to honor thy mother. Dear Stephen Shirley, I'm currently living with my mom because of a back injury I got a few years ago. I had to humble myself and ask her if I could stay with her temporarily after I lost my job. She said I could stay there until I found someone that's crazy enough to hire me. She's not concerned about my health at all. She calls me lazy when I'm having a bad day and can't help her out around the house. She's even told me if I didn't have such saggy breasts, I'd have a man by now and I'd be his responsibility. It feels bad to know that I'm not welcome in her home. 
Um, I have a younger sister, and when she comes over, I know she and my mom are talking about me, but my sister never says anything out of the way to me. I overheard my mom telling my sister not to end up like me and to keep myself up so she can get a man. I've talked to my two aunts about my mom, and all they ever tell me is to honor my mother no matter what. I've talked to my mom's boyfriend about her attitude, and he says that she's fine when she's with him, so I must be the problem. I was never unruly or caused any problems when I was younger. My biological father says my mother has always been a little troubled, and I need to encourage her to get counseling. He recently shared how bad their relationship was, and that may be why she doesn't like me. I can't wait to get back on my feet and get my own apartment. I believe that cutting my mom off will be the best thing for me right now. It hurts to deal with this and not have any family support. How can a mother be so cruel? Well, you know what? I, I, I think you're dealing with like a case of your mom loves you, you're her daughter, but she doesn't necessarily like you. All right, right now, for whatever reason, maybe there's some truth and validity to what your biological father said, but he didn't really say anything other than, um, you know, their relationship was bad and you can encourage your mom to get some counseling. You know that's not going to go well. But um, anyway, I, I just think, yeah, your mom doesn't like you. And that happens. That happens in relationships. You could be with someone and, and love them but not like them. Uh, and if that wasn't enough, your sister seems to be her favorite. And I'm sure that's got to hurt. Um, but the best thing you can do about it is to get yourself together and move out. Uh, you've said you've been there for a few years. Um, <clears throat> or you... You're living with your mom because of your back injury you got a few years ago and the fact that you lost your job. So your mom is probably tired and ready for you to go. I mean, and notice I didn't say anything about cutting her off or anything like that because I, I believe you should continue to honor her. And you could do that in your own apartment if you need to from a distance. Um, and your mom does not sound cruel. She doesn't sound cruel. I mean, yeah, she said some crazy things, some hurtful things. They're mean, but... You know, I mean, I don't think she's a cruel mom. You know, there there are a lot of cruel moms out there, and I don't think necessarily this is one. She, You didn't say she beat you when you were a kid or anything like that. Um, I, I just think, though, you need to stop running to people talking about your mom, uh, to her sisters. Um, you know, they're obviously neutral in all of this. I didn't find anywhere in your letter where you said you asked your relatives if they would open up their homes and could you move in there with them. Uh, you know, you're with your mom. So I think you should give your mom credit for at least that, for letting you live there. Um, I think she just wants you to get a man and get out. Maybe you could go stay with one of your relatives or your dad for a while since, you know, you've been running and talking to them. Steve? <sighs> There's so many things to unpack in this damn Yeah, it is. So your mama said you could stay there until you found someone crazy enough to hire you. This, you got a back injury a few years ago. You've been in your mama's house a few years now. Long time. You want me to tell you what's wrong? Your mama's sick of your ass. You're laying your ass around here. You ain't working. You ain't making no contribution. Then on days you feel bad, you don't even want to help clean up after your own ass. You're in here just eating groceries, and you're steady getting thicker. That is not in the letter. Oh, it's in the letter. (laughs) 
You can, I'm having a bad day. I can't help around her. She even told me if I didn't have such saggy breasts, I'd have a man by now. Woo. You've been walking around the house all these years. You ain't wearing no bra. Sitting up in here, you just walking around. Every time she come in from work, you just sitting up there with your T-shirt on. And she noticing things are starting to go down. Your back ain't healing, and uh, and I don't know, you know, look. Say it. Now your breasts create more of a back problem. It's not just the breasts. I didn't that, know you were going to say that. Like letter. It's real big in this letter. <laughs> told you, you didn't have such saggy breasts. How bad is they saggy? Steve. That you, I mean, I'm just telling you what's in the letter. I ain't talking about the woman. I don't know. I never seen her. So this ain't me talking about the woman, but I'm just talking about what's in the letter. Now, your oh mama my. said you'd have a man by now if your <laughs> breath wasn't so damn saggy. How bad Hold is on. this saggy? Hold on. Uh, we'll have part two of Steve's crazy response coming up in 23 minutes after the hour. Today's subject, it's really hard for me to honor thy mother. We'll get back into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, come on, Steve. Let's recap today's strawberry letter. The subject, it's really hard for me to honor thy mother. This woman is living with her mama because of a back injury she got a few years ago. Mm-hmm. Now, damn. Too long. Now, you had to humble her and ask, could you stay with her temporarily after I lost my job? Temporarily a few years ago? Mm-hmm. Now, your mama tired of you. Mm-hmm. Then she said you could stay there until somebody's crazy enough to hire you. <laughs> and she ain't concerned about your health at all. She didn't open up a house. You in there eating groceries. Yeah. She called you lazy when you having a bad day. Now your ass don't want to help out. Are you going to therapy? Are you getting any better? Are you on pain pill? What is it? Is your opiate? <laughs> what? Open no down. Moxicillin. What? What? She taking. What you taking? You trying something? <laughs> Exercise. Got to get the hell out of here. <laughs> then she told you if you didn't have such saggy breasts, you'd have a man by now, and wow. I'd be his responsibility. Put a bra on. Mm. <laughs> Every time she come in from about. house, you just got a T-shirt on. You laying back on the TV, just stuff on each side of you. Mm. And how bad is your breast sagging anyway? Let me ask you a question. If you had on an apron, could you put them in the pockets? That was one line in the letter, Steve. One. But it's bothering her mama, though. <laughs> That's the problem. Now, we one need to line. do something. Either get a bra or, or you're going to have to do something or get a job. Now, your ass can't work. Then your sister come over, and you know that they in there talking about you, even though your sister ain't never said nothing to you. But then you overheard your mama telling your sister not to end up like me and to keep yourself up so she can get a man. Nah, you let yourself go. Mm-hmm. Now, I know the back injury. I don't know the extent of it, so I feel for your sister. My bad. I don't know how it is. It's rough when you have an injury. It incapacitates you and all this here. But you let yourself go. Now, she know you let yourself go. You already don't wear no bra. You ain't combing your hair. You ain't had makeup on in three years. You don't need nowhere. You know, just eating groceries and everything, <laughs> swelling up right in front of your mama's eyes. <laughs> then you done went in there and asked your mama boyfriend about her attitude, and then he say she fine when she with him, so right. I'm going to be the problem. 
Right. He sleep with her. What you want him to say? Uh-huh. He talking to you with, about you with, with, with your sister and talking with you about the boyfriend and told the sister don't mess around and let yourself go like your sister did so you can get a man. Mm-hmm. Now, she talking about everybody. She wants you gone. Then you told your uh, father, your father, who done divorced her. Now he do like all old men to get divorced. He telling you that your mama trouble and you need to encourage her to get counsel. <laughs> <laughs> then he started telling you how bad their relationship was, and that may be why she don't like you. Mm. Everybody mm-hmm. keep going back to she don't like you. I can't wait to get back on my feet and get my own apartment. I believe that cutting my mom <laughs> off would be the best Tommy. thing for me. I think your mama think cutting off be the best thing for her, too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It hurts to deal with this and not have any family support. How can a mother be so cruel? But then you're talking about you, you asked her sisters about it, and she said to honor your mother. All right, here's the deal. Doing that. Yeah. This could be the push you need. Now, look, I don't know the severity of your injuries. I really don't, and I'll admit that. But this could be the push you need. You got to go get a job. You got to get out of her house. She's sick of you. Don't nobody like you over there. The sister don't like you over there. The boyfriend don't like you over there. The mama don't like you over there. Your aunts don't even like you over there. In the way. You block it. And you will not wear a bra. You have got to get a bra on. (laughs) You will not leave that alone. You have got to put a bra on and comb your damn hand, wear some makeup. Because you need to get a man to be somebody else's damn responsible. Now, Shirley, her mother is cruel. That's where you're wrong. Verbal abuse is a form of cruelty, and you know this. That's true. You know this, Shirley. But when, when, but you, here's what I was thinking. She cruel. She is. She's verbally cruel. Now, you're, you're right. You're right about that. I just, I don't know. I just think she's saying this stuff out of frustration. Her she's, mama she's is saying not it out of frustrated. Her mama her is daughter. tired of her ass. Yeah, same thing. Yeah. You're in here, you're eating food, you ain't making no contribution. You stay, You want somebody to feel sorry for you. and don't. It's been years now. Plus, the thing about a back injury is nobody can see a back injury. Mm-hmm. Ain't yeah, like you true. got your teeth busted out. That's true. Mm-hmm. And every time mm-hmm. you open your mouth, they go, man, they busted their mouth for bad. Can't nobody see a back injury. So all they think is you're being lazy. But they can see that your ass don't have this bra on. And I'm not going to say this no damn more. That's in the letter. You were one line, two words. got to put a bra on because she done mentioned it. Sitting over here with your breast sagging. That's why you can't get a man. She's frustrated with her. Yeah. Her mama's sick of her ass. She is. She really is. And you steady eating, swelling. You ain't combing your hair. You, when you do you go back to work, you ain't going to get just swelling. And she's and going around eat. the family talking about her mother, and she shouldn't do that. Don't nobody want to hear it. All right, post. Thank you, Steve. Post your comments on today's Strawberry I Letter. It's got to put that bra on. <laughs> Steve Harvey FM on Instagram and Facebook. And don't forget to check out the Strawberry Letter podcast on demand. Now, coming up at 46 minutes after the hour, Junior is here with Sports Talk right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Junior is here with Sports Talk. What you got, Junior? Okay, fellas, the stage is set. We know what it is. NBA NBA Finals game one tomorrow night. The Nuggets Mm. is not there, Tommy. 
Oh, it's no. the Heat. <laughs> it's the oh, no. Heat and the Lakers. No. Now, uh, Tommy, who you got now, Tommy? This is I don't know. I don't know. Mm. I got to think oh, about mm. it. You don't know. The Lakers? Nah, nah, I don't know. <laughs> the damn Cleveland Lakers is going <laughs> whoop. <laughs> Amy. Now, yeah. Amy got a squad now. They got some bad oh, yeah, boys man. over there. But it's yeah. finals time now. It's showtime. Uh, how many games you think this going? Ooh. It's gonna go uh, four to two. Six games. Now Jamal if Murray don't go, did If it don't go six, they gonna get what? Jamal Murray made a comment saying that the Lakers got the worst. I mean, not uh, uh, not Jamal Murray, but uh, uh, Jimmy Fitness Butler. Say his Jimmy, ass at the house. Yeah, I mean Jimmy Butler. <laughs> Jimmy Butler is saying, man, that they can run with anybody. That's what they saying. Now they say they can run with anybody. Yeah. Well, hey dog. Hey dog. Go ahead. Snoop Dogg said, "Hey, we not the Clippers." <laughs> <laughs> Hey, dog, I love he ain't lying. Hey, we dog, dog Jimmy Butler say they can rumble with him, and that's true. Mm-hmm. And you're going to get your chance. You in the NBA Finals, congratulations to Miami. Yeah, nobody saw but, this coming. Though. But but ain't nobody finna be playing with y'all, though. This for the Finals. This, mm. for, the, this, for, the, this for the ring. It is. LeBron done been there before. AD been wanting to go there. Jimmy Butler down there. But it, y'all, that's good and dandy. Yeah, y'all beat Boston. Yeah, y'all beat Philly. Whoever, I don't know who y'all beat. Milwaukee. Ain't nobody. Ain't, that's yeah. Now me beating Milwaukee was was monumental. That was big. Now now even even though boy got hurt though, mm-hmm. but everybody healthy. Well, yeah. uh, with the Cleveland Lakers. So you know, we gonna see. The Cleveland it ain't the Cleveland. The Cleveland Lakers. <laughs> it's the Cleveland Cavaliers. The Cleveland Lakers. The LA Lakers. Excuse me, excuse me, guys. Guys. What? What? LeBron is from up what? there. He Cleveland <laughs> boy. Yeah, he so, ours. So did he just own the Lakers? And he's the Lakers, Lakers. The Los Angeles. Mm-mm. No, no, that ain't what we doing. It's the Cleveland Lakers. Has <laughs> <laughs> LA know this? Has <laughs> LA heard of this? No, they know nothing about this. Yeah. I'm finna get my second flag. That <laughs> <laughs> you finna get? <laughs> In six years, boy. You, hey. Come on, LeBron. Hey, man, we do have to do this, man. I want to give a shout-out to Doc Rivers, man. He was let go as the Clippers head coach. But, Doc, you did a great job, oh. man. Oh, we still Doc proud Rivers. of you. Doc Rivers, man, you a stand-up guy, man, a great coach, man. Don't worry about it. You finna get another job. If, if they let Doc go because they thought this was his fault, they punk-ass <laughs> the one missed all them shots. Kawhi didn't wow. show up the last game, and neither did Paul George. That ain't got nothing to do with coaching. Oh my God. Doc, okay, Houston terrible. Doc, come right. on down. Coming up at the top of the hour, there. we'll have Shut more up. of the Steve Harvey Morning Might Show well coming up right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. 
and of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am like I am where it is. This isn't going to work. I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Neil Strauss host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex and then he's very vulnerable so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Delve into the visceral world of hip-hop with the Gangster Chronicles, a podcast that aims to unravel the intricate tapestry of one of music's most influential and misunderstood subgenres, gangster rap. Hosted by MC8 and Big Steels every Thursday, each episode provides an in-depth exploration into the formative artists, monumental albums, and socio-political factors that have shaped gangster rap from its emergence in the 80s to its enduring impact today. Gangster Chronicles unpacks the evolution of this uniquely American art form. We dive into the socio-cultural aspects that gangster rap boldly addressed, from police brutality to systemic racism, offering listeners a comprehensive understanding of the profound cultural significance this genre holds. Listen to the Gangster Chronicles on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Let's go. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. 
As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Woke not just to the latest headlines, but also to the collective power we all have. Woke to the need to build community with those around us. Woke to how to avoid burnout and woke to the ways we can all find joy in the madness. Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. According to the Black Information Network, it is starting to look like the cops in the Breonna Taylor case may have received a bit more than the benefit of the doubt. A ballistics report does not support the assertion from Kentucky Attorney General Daniel Cameron that her boyfriend fired the shot that hit a Louisville cop in the thigh. The Attorney General Cameron has asserted that Kenneth Walker hit Sergeant Jonathan Mattingly. Uh, Walker has acknowledged firing a warning shot, thinking that intruders were coming into their home. Walker owns a 9mm pistol, and the bullet that hit Mattingly was that caliber. Cameron said that the officers involved in the incident had all been issued 40 caliber weapons. However, markings on the bullet are inconclusive, meaning they can't show whether it came from Walker's gun. And his attorney is uh, now saying that uh, he has documents showing that Officer Brett Hankinson Hankinson, uh, was also issued. Yep, you're right, Steve, a 9mm gun. I promise you they did, dog. That's why the ballistics are inconclusive. Whenever they say it's inconclusive, it's because they don't want to pin it on who they want to pin it on. Now, bro, 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 they they lie, huh? You've been saying that from the very beginning. Listen to me, man. This, I'm all you got. The ballistics don't lie. Ballistics are very conclusive. Mm -hmm. Ballistics, when a gun travels out of a barrel of a gun, it's as good as a fingerprint, and no two are the same. You ain't fired no bullet and then can't determine what did it didn't right. come from that gun or not. That's just a damn lie. Well, now they're saying mm-hmm. the grand jury, wants jury to yeah, wants to talk about it. Come yeah. forward, mm-hmm. talk about it, man. I hope she get a lawyer. I hope this juror gets a lawyer, and and and, and just I just gonna say it. Somebody will pay a lot of money for that story. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. They, they're under a gag order right now, so. Maybe the judge will lift it and they can talk. I've been uh, with people under gag orders. They ain't gave a damn, told it. Just running their mouth. Running their damn mouth. Don't care about what And the question is, did the grand jury hear about those 12 other witnesses that said they did not hear? Right, right. The police officer. The grand jury is controlled by the prosecutor. Yeah. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. We, and we they don't present know what they, what they mm-hmm. want to determine to right. see if they're going to go forward with the case. Mm-hmm. If the prosecutors in this case are on the police side, mm-hmm. which is the police which, who brings the cases to the prosecutors so they can get them to see if they have a case or not, how are you going to go against the people that you work hand in hand with? Well, they always are on law and order. We know that. So hmm. truth is stranger than fiction. <laughs> Yeah, mm. this this grand juror is saying that uh, Kentucky Attorney General Daniel Cameron 
she's he or she we don't know but they're yeah, saying we don't know. that you're putting the responsibility on us with the charges you're the one that campaigned for the office you're the one that presented all of this stuff to us so there's some things that this grand juror wants to talk about so well, yeah they're they're putting it the onus on them, them. with the evidence exactly. that they open. were presented yeah. right they, you know right this ain't it's open no, that's right. No, sure. no. Yep. Yeah, justice. And Cameron gonna mess around and get himself in some trouble. This is not over. Trust me. No, it's not. No, if it's it wasn't, your ass up there and lie. The facts, right? right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You can go over there and get McConnell if you want to. You're gonna need some help, partner. Mm-hmm. It's not over. They're not gonna cover this black dude like they would a white person. I'm just going to ah, let him Daniel know Cameron. that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you finna find out who you are in the scheme of things. You let it get hot in that kitchen. People going to start walking away from you, partner. You're going to drink this Kool-Aid by yourself. You're going to have that moment where you black. You're going to have that you black moment. Oh, don't. Yeah. You, all of us have it. We all have it. Yeah. All of us have it. He's had it yet. Multiple he times. hasn't had it yet. Oh, no, no, no. We've all had it, and you're going to have it. You get in there and think you 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 there if you want to. Mm-hmm. First no, time sir, around seventeen. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, wow. Coming up, we'll have more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show and some trending stories at twenty minutes after the hour. Right after this, you're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, and Steve Harvey's celebrity birthdays, uh, we kind of told Junior this earlier, but Junior, what? today is Jodeci's Devontae Swing's <laughs> 51st birthday. Yeah. What you yeah, got? Uh, it's uh, DV. DV, baby, I'll be there tonight. I'll see you tonight, man. We <laughs> got a party tonight y'all, didn't, y'all didn't even invite it to. But, uh, you can't go to no party. <laughs> uh, he having a private Jodeci party just for the group. We just It's just us. We social distance. We're going to do some songs. Oh, you yeah. in the group. Dog, I've been in the group. What are you talking yeah. about? Okay. Oh, okay. He done told us this 500 times. I, yeah, okay. been the, dog, I'm uh, on the album cover on the first album, Jodeci. That's my Timberland in the bottom left corner. Because, you know, KC threw my so keys. So it's just your shoe. In did, the, in yeah, it's just my boot. They did they took the shot. You know, I played bass for them. Dog, don't, don't play me, Tommy. You already know. <laughs> dog, it's my group. I'm a miss them. I love them. Okay, what's Take song? my yeah. money. The same <laughs> joke. My house and my car. Not uh uh-uh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, Junior, do you have another song? That, that, <laughs> that, that's one that, of my favorites. You, other than oh, that. Forever My Lady. Forever My Lady. Oh! 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 Is that true, Joe? That's Casey. That's Casey. That's it. All right, Junior. Thank you. Happy somebody birthday, Devontae Swing. somebody choking it. Forever, forever, More of the Steve Harvey Morning Show coming up at 33 minutes oh, after the hour, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. In entertainment news, what do you guys think of the stripper campaign? It's called Get Your Booty to the Polls. I know you guys have seen it. Come on. (laughs) Are you standing up a standing ovation? I am standing on top of my studio chair. (laughs) Yes, I am. The Get Out and Vote campaign was created by a group of Atlanta strippers. Uh, The promo features women who work and dance at different clubs in the ATL. The ad is targeting men who are undecided about voting. 
So in the ad, the dancers are pole dancing, of course. They're twerking. And some of them even have the word vote written on their Yes. Parts. It was, I'm telling you, it was there, Sharon. Oh, my God. <laughs> Saw it, yeah. Yes. Anyway, and if you read it backwards, sure, they say Eovit. You gotta read it both ways. <laughs> anyway, uh, the ad starts off with the strippers dancing, and then a dancer says, "Now that I've got your attention." Then, as the video continues, the dancers give reasons why people should get out and vote. I love this. Angela Gomes, producer and director of the video, told Newsweek their demographic for the ad is people who don't vote, people who sit around and look at YouTube, people who don't feel like their vote matters. And it was all important to remind them and uh, that this is more important than just the president on the ballot. I love that. Really that was a brilliant good. idea. I mean, I'm all I needed like after that mm-hmm. was just to heal. I'm Joe Biden, and I... You know, approve this approve message. Approve this message. What you think, Steve? Well, you know, it kind of sickened me a little bit, you know, the fact that I had looked at it uh, 46 times uh, <laughs> yeah. to get the message. And I just thought, you know, obviously it took me too long yeah. to get the message. You were a little slow that morning. So, huh? you know, I was saying, you know, I thought they could have been a little bit more clear about it. But by, by the 50th time I watched it, I, I got oh, what they were saying. Yes, you know, yeah. I just Aww. thought they could have got to it a little bit quicker. But, you know, after 50 times, I went on and got the message, you know. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Said, well, I guess. I will just go and get my booty to the pole. You know? yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that and if they could one. just be at the pole I go to when I vote, that would be nice too if they outside. Let's so what, Tommy, they did a great job of delivering the message because when the one stripper said, you know, you're going to say things like, my vote don't count. I thought that was brilliant. I said, oh, they getting out the information? <laughs> <laughs> my vote really don't count. Really Y'all is. say stuff like, my vote don't count. <laughs> In other entertainment news, The Rock, uh, Dwayne They Johnson. were pretty articulate about it, too. They were. Yeah, they were. Yeah, I, I mean, thought it was brilliant. I really I commend did. the yeah. sisters, actually. Mm-hmm. I do, man. I, I do. really commend them. And, and if you click the link, it takes you to register to vote. So that's mm-hmm. cool. Go ahead, yeah. girl. Okay, Send that back to that? me, fellas, because I had to erase it. Because I had watched it so many times, it had... Suddenly, for my phone, like if I watch a video so many times, it, no, it becomes my wallpaper. <laughs> oh, you knew that would it. Here, I'm going to get this off here. Coming up, it's our last break of the day. Last break of the day. And we'll have, of course, some closing remarks from the one and only Steve Harvey at 49 minutes after, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And, of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) 
What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am like I am where it is. This isn't going to work. I I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Neil Strauss host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world, and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex and then he's very vulnerable so you can kill him easily to die for is available now listen for free on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts danielle moody here host of the woke af daily podcast we've been with iheart's outspoken network for a year and what a year it has been Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Woke not just to the latest headlines, but also to the collective power we all have. Woke to the need to build community with those around us. Woke to how to avoid burnout and woke to the ways we can all find joy in the madness. Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Delve into the visceral world of hip-hop with the Gangster Chronicles, a podcast that aims to unravel the intricate tapestry of one of music's most influential and misunderstood subgenres, gangster rap. Hosted by MC8 and Big Steels every Thursday, each episode provides an in-depth exploration into the formative artists, monumental albums, and sociopolitical factors that have shaped gangster rap from its emergence in the 80s 
to its enduring impact today. Gangster Chronicles unpacks the evolution of this uniquely American art form. We dive into the socio-cultural aspects the gangster rap boldly addressed, from police brutality to systemic racism, offering listeners a comprehensive understanding of the profound cultural significance this genre holds. Listen to the Gangster Chronicles on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Let's go. All right, guys, 35 days now. We're counting you down. 35 days left until Election Day on November 3rd. Please go to vote.org. Please, baby, please, baby, please go to vote.org to get registered if you are not already registered. If you are registered, find out where your polling place is. Find out what you need. Study your ballot, your sample ballot, so you'll know who to vote for. All of that. We need everything. And make sure you plan to early vote, Steve. You know what it is? Mm -hmm. I'm going to make sure that I will have a sense of pride of having been contributed to saving this country and our people from four more years of this type of person. This president of the United States has been the worst president in my lifetime. I've seen a bunch of them. But in my lifetime, this has been the worst. He said the worst things. He's done the the worst things. He's acted in the worst way. He's perpetrated more crimes. He has hired more people around him that have gone to prison and committed crimes. It's impossible for me to believe that of all the people around him that he put in position when he claimed to drain the swamp that have gone to jail, for him to turn around and then say he was draining the swamp only to fill it with more criminal creatures than ever be no president has had these many people in his cabinet or positions around him have to go do time and been found guilty no friends nothing do you know that if barack obama had done any of this let me give you an example if barack obama had said he could grab a woman by the pee do you think he would be president If Barack Obama's lawyer was sent to prison, do you think he would not be impeached? Do you think if Barack Barack Obama had a woman come forward saying that she had been taken to his apartment and saw where Michelle Obama read her books at, you think he would be president? Do you think if Barack Obama paid off $130 thirty thousand dollars to a porno star that he would still be president are you kidding me are you kidding me i am not going to excuse this president from being decent because he is white no more than i would expect you to excuse president obama from being indecent because he was black Y'all tripping. 
You can have this two-facedness that you're trying to pull off against us and make us think it's okay. I am asking all of my listeners to make sure that you play a part in getting this thing righted for us, for Breonna Taylor, for George Floyd, for Aubrey, for all for Blake, for the brother in uh, that got shot in the car on Facebook Live. I can't even Castillo. I can't remember all the names. I can't remember all the names. For the woman who was ran over in Char- in, in uh, Virginia, and he turned around and said, there's great people on both sides. You, are y'all kidding me, man? Are y'all kidding me that this man can destroy the DACA program? What you all do not know, that his appointee that he's trying to get elected to the Supreme Court is going to destroy the Affordable Health Care Act. And don't you let the Republicans fool you one bit at all. What they are trying to get rid of is pre-existing conditions because it is costing the big boys in insurance hundreds of millions of dollars. Don't you get it twisted that they talking about you with all of your damn pre-existing conditions. Everybody want to say, what did Barack Obama do for black people? i tell you what he did. He did a lot of stuff. He just didn't call it black cause. That Affordable Health Care Act, that, that, that educational bills he passed, that was for us. Y'all tripping. I can't believe this country is tripping like this, but then again, I can. I can believe it's tripping like this because this country has always tripped. There's a chance to get it right. There are enough non-African Americans who feels that this thing has gone terribly wrong for black people for a long period of time. There is a, there's millions of non-African Americans who feel that way who are going to the support so to, to the polls to support that. If we don't go to support ourselves, we can stop talking about how much black lives matter because until your vote matters, they're not going to allow your black life to matter. I'm telling you. They don't give a damn about your life until you give a damn about your vote. When you can remove them from their office, their position, and their power, they will then know that your black lives matter. Until then, they will not take this into consideration. We have got to vote. I will be a part of the removal of this man from office. And I hope he do don't go out fighting and willingly in peaceful transition. I hope they drag his ass out of there. For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary, void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. 
Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, and me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. I am so excited about this podcast, The Bright Side. You guys are giving people a chance to shine a light on their lives, shine a light on a little advice that they want to share. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of On Purpose. This week, I talked to Tiffany Haddish in a hilarious, deep, thoughtful interview where we dive into family trauma, grief, sobriety, love, and dating. I got a big heart, and I'm very forgiving, but, like, don't abuse it. It's been abused enough. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss this one. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers.